Nicholas, Nicholas, Nicholas. See, today at the National Crime Agency, we have had to arrest you on suspicion of embezzlement. What do you have to say for yourself, Nicholas? Uh, nothing. Nicholas, this is very, very serious. Now, you've given me some things here. We need to go through them because uh, I need to get your 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 thoughts on these. This these little handwritten notes that you've given me are interesting. So we'll go through them. This one says, "Himsa didn't do nothing. He's great." What what do you mean by this, Nicholas? Uh, I'm not quite sure what you're actually meaning by that. Um, I can't quite recall. And what about this one? You seem to have handed me a get-out-of-jail-free card. Um, this isn't Monopoly. This is real life, Nicholas. Um, I'm pretty sure Ian gave me that, but I can't quite recall. You've, you've also handed me these... If you don't recall, you've handed me these IOUs. One for 600k and one for 400k. What do you mean by these, Nicholas? No, I, I don't think I mean anything by them. I, I can't recall giving you them at all. And then I think you might be trying to bribe me here because there's another IOU, but it's for a camper van. No, I can't um, recall that. What camper van? I can't recall that. And then what? what is this? This is... I don't quite understand because we both know this is never going to happen, but you've given me a ticket good for one free ferry ride, and it says... 2025 are you finally going to get the ferries finished well the the ferries are nearly done um and and i can recall that the, the ferries are nearly done the windies are in and um and the only snag at the moment is that the harbors aren't big enough for these ferries did you know that <laughs> now nicholas i don't think giving me tickets for ferry rides is going to help your case very much um and this one last thing I, I, I do need to ask you, because you seem to be making an admission here. Tell me if that's correct. It simply says Pete did it. No. No admission. So I, I make no admission of guilt. I'm completely innocent. I am an innocent party. The whole thing came as a shock to me. I've been completely taken aback. I mean, look, I didn't even get a chance to shave before you brought me in here. But no, 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 no. Completely innocent. Okay, Nicholas, at this time, I am going to release you pending further investigation. There is no charge for the time being, but stay close. We're going to want to speak to you again real soon. Because I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm going to do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'm going to stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo. Got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Ben, how are you, my good man? Man, I'm all right. Uh, so that was exclusive footage there. Uh, interview with Nicholas Sturgio and oh. the National Crime Authority. There you go. There you go. So, um... That, that that was exciting, and, and, well, it's a bit out of sorts here, but I'd like to welcome one and all to this episode 200 and... 
26 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, and with Ben. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm I'm happy to be free of that. I'm that roasting. extra weight. I'm roasting. I'm absolutely roasting. <laughs> it's 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 warm, uh, but remember. The government have told... I'm going to undo an extra button. That's what I'm going to do. They're going to <laughs> no, spin. no. Look, fans, gonna, that's yeah. for only fans. <laughs> you'll, get us, no, you'll get us banned. <laughs> only fans will get one more button. One more button if you're on only so, fans. Did you see the Did you see the Glenn Sanox on the pre-roll with the painted windows? <laughs> yep. Yep. And and it's yes, not I like did. they weren't obvious or not, you know? <laughs> Well, it's a good thing that, you know, I'm the one doing this because quickly, let's talk about what you discovered earlier, the retraction you had to make and mm, the, yeah. the ridiculous laws in tyrannical Scotland. Come on, talk about it. Well, well I don't know if I can. But, right, so the, the problem is that even though someone hasn't been charged with a crime, mm -hmm. if the Contempt of Court Act 1981 has been invoked, then you can be in contempt of court if you speculate publicly on the innocence or guilt of that person. Well, at the end of the day, that was Nicholas Sturgio. Well, correct. I mean, that was nothing to do with the person where everybody else is talking about. That was that was no. That was someone completely unrelated. Um, I mean, but I but do, that's it's I, an interesting I, thing. Um, so that applies to people in Scotland. Mm -hmm. But obviously, it doesn't apply to you, Ben, because you don't live in Scotland. I don't. I don't. And uh, Nicola, I don't think get out of jail free cards work in real life. I don't I'm know. I'm just going to say. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You can try. You can certainly try. Go down. Go on. Go down to the old Smith's Toys or whatever it is you've got up there in Scotland, Nicola. Grab a Monopoly board and try your luck. Oof. You can. I know, it's absolutely bloody roasting. It's it warm, really it's warm. I think it's been reflected in our audience as well, because we've only got 12 of them, and only six of them are managed to like us. <laughs> only six people have liked. Yeah. Uh, now, John. Yes, Ben. Um, I would like to raise £75 between now and Wednesday, and if I can do that, I'll put on a fantastic show for people. Why? What, what, what for? I've been offered a three hundred pound electric guitar that's very pretty for seventy five quid. Oh bloody hell! I'll play a master of puppets. I'll do it all. I'll do a proper, proper show for people. Yeah, okay. Well, you can raise it in your own time. This is our, this is our show. I get half of everything we raise here. Yeah, and that's why I'm trying to raise one hundred and fifty pounds. Right. But hey ho. Um. So, yeah, in Scotland, basically, you are under some of the most restrictive mm -hmm. speech laws. I would say, not on the planet, but... No, not certainly on the planet. Certainly in the Western Hemisphere. I don't think any other Western yeah. country um, has you not able to discuss anyone who hasn't been charged with a crime. I mean, look at Donald Trump. He's been indicted. Does that, has that, does that mean he's been charged? I'm not sure. I don't know. What does indicted mean, actually? I, I, I don't know about Americans. But, I mean, they speculate about, about things all the time. I mean, look at Joe Biden. He's under investigation for bribery. Did you know that? Hmm? The FBI have come out and confirmed it. So, I mean, I think he's guilty. But, 
you know, I can say that in America. Yeah. But I couldn't say yeah. that if Joe Biden was Scottish. No, you couldn't. Which is crazy. Um, you know what? I mean, really, the, the thing that gets me, though, is this is in case it, it affects the outcome of any trial that comes up. Now, most mm-hmm. of the trials are most of the trials would either be, you know, trial by sheriff or by by you know, sheriff and jury. Now, when it comes to it, what's it going to matter? Because, for instance, and let's just use this as a brief example, but Kent Dankula went to trial, didn't he? For yeah. making a joke. And although he was quite explicit and it did appear to be an actual joke, the sheriff just decided that's not what he meant. So he applied yeah. some kind of thought crime to Count Dankula, who then got found guilty and fined quite heavily, I believe. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Abs- uh, it was only £800, actually. It was £800. Well, that, but, that's still a lot of money. And the thing is... But the thing the is... the state went even further than that because he refused to pay, so they reached into his bank account and they stole it. Yeah. I mean... This, the powers of the Scottish state. And that's why reaching never keep any more than 500 quid in your bank account. <laughs> I, I, w- I would say so. Um, I would say never, I, if, you can, if you can avoid it. Uh, in fact, there is a warning I w- I'm going to start giving on every show coming up. And I did send you a message about this earlier, didn't I, John? Mm-hmm. Um, so the Bank of England are running a consultation right now as to whether what people think about the implementation of a central bank digital currency, also known as Britcoin. Uh, we will put the email address that you can send your answers to in the description at the end of the show. Um, so come back and check that out. I will post it on Twitter as well. It's digital pound consultation 2023 at bankofengland.co.uk and you only have until june the 30th to respond now this is extremely important i think um let's just touch onto it quickly because a central bank digital currency is the end of financial privacy gone done you will never be able to make a private transaction again be it just lending a fiver to your mate um, they will also have full control of how much coin you can hold, if they so wish. They will have the ability to turn your wallets on and off. Um, if you are, let's say, a political dissident, you could end up in, in, in some kind of quasi-social credit system where it involves access to your own money. And is it really ever going to be your own money if it's controlled by the central bank? And they can turn it on and off. I don't think so. So I think this is very, very important. Because if we lose cash, we lose any last vestige or idea of any kind of freedom that we thought we might have had. And it's that important. So and, and once again... You remember, people, Central Bank isn't run by the government. It's a private no. corporation. It's a private and that's entity. that's why this isn't... That's why this email address is not a .gov email address. Yeah. It is digital pound consultation 2023 at bankofengland.co.uk. So fire your emails off if you haven't already and tell them no. no. It's corporatism. No. Well, 
yeah, we've got to fly the flag for this. And, and between now and June the 30th, I'm going to keep on about this because uh, I'm going to say, you got your emails in yet? You got your emails in yet? And I hope that you do. Uh, you're right. Judy C says in the chat, financial abuse. This is exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. It's a coup. It's a financial coup. It's well, an attempt to seize your money. Well, well it does in Canada with the, the peaceful trucker Truckers. protests. Yeah. And those weren't even central bank accounts. No, they and weren't. And they managed to have them frozen. Those were with private entities, with private banks. Think what they could do oh, to you. Remember, central banks are private banks. Yeah. The government doesn't have control of the Bank of England. It's a private bank. Private entity. Yeah. It's very, very concerning, this it's, idea it's of central It's incredibly, bank incredibly dangerous. And I tell you, it makes places like... Um, Places that you can't really mention anymore, or you get banned, you know. But um, places like that, quite attractive. And you think, what, what are we doing wrong in the West? Why? I mean, this, oh, I, I can't see it. I just can't see it. But you know what I wanted to talk about? I want to talk about some man who everybody hates makes sense when he tells you things like, you can't have GMO, you know. Yeah. I, we you respect know, I, families. I, I, we respect family values, you know. We, we think everyone should be able to work, you know, that kind of thing. But that's not what we do in this country anymore because this country, we respect pronouns more than we respect family values. Yeah, apparently so. And do you know what? It, it's it's so tough because we did a pre-show and not many, many the, the, the couple of you that did come along on the Twitter spaces, we spoke about what is quite a controversial issue. And I've actually been in a Twitter argument about this thing all day today. And I'm not going to mention it on this show because we don't know whether or not we're allowed to. And it's as simple as that. But um, if we want to have those kinds of discussions, um, we've got to think about, we've got to think about other places that we can do more blasé shows, shall we say? I mean, Rumble exclusives might be what we maybe, yeah, it may, it may be that we want to do like maybe we want to do a more, uh, a more, even more all in than all in. Yeah, because you know, at the end of the day, I, I thought that the, the conversation that we were having earlier, whilst it was, you know, Robust. controversial. It was robust, and I think it's necessary. Yeah. I think these types of conversations are necessary to move society forwards. I really do. Because people have to agree on what level of things are acceptable. And if you can't even talk about those things, then how can you agree what level of those things are acceptable? Come to a sort of middle ground between the two extremes and move forward. You just can't. And that's why I, I, I find myself frustrated at the moment. Because I would love to have had that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I find myself frustrated as well because, to be fair, you can't have a conversation on social media. No. You, you just can't have it because you can only ever have a conversation on social media when people that kind of fall into the same line of thought patterns as you disagree with you or you disagree with them on a minor point. Right? Yeah. That's the only time you can have a conversation because as soon as... As soon as you start speaking to someone who holds a contrary view, then, then well, and I, I don't quite understand this, but it always seems to be that those that are left-leaning just 
abuse you. They just abuse you. They don't even. They don't even. They don't even open with a. Well, have you thought of this? They just go, "You're an idiot," you know, or, or "You're an a, asshole," you know, or you, "You're a bigot." Yeah, you know, I was yeah, called a fascist they, today. Yeah, they just go straight to abuse, and I don't understand you know what? that. I don't understand I, 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 it because if you're going straight to abuse, if you're going straight to ad hominem attacks, surely you have no argument, and you're just defending no, you your don't. position from a position that has no defensible position. So you, and you, then if you, say you really are. You really are mentally challenged. And and if you say something that the prevailing narrative of these people disagrees with, then you end up absolutely destroyed. Let me give you an example of that, something that's been happening over the last couple of days. Um, so there's a there's a an overarching esports team called FaZe Clan, right? They're one of the biggest in the world, and they, they do online gaming and esports and all of that. Mm-hmm. And they've got a member. His name is Nick Merckx, is what he calls himself on on his streams or whatever and he's a modern warfare call of duty streamer mostly and he worked his ass off for years and activision finally um you know rewarded him with mm. his own skin pack in call of duty so you could yeah so yesterday they removed his skin pack from their store yeah and i'll tell you why they did it because he responded to uh there was a thread, there was an argument going on about uh, a, a fight that had happened outside a, a little kid's school that were that some parents didn't want them to recognize Pride Month and some did. And there was a fight that was going on. And he simply said, why don't we just leave kids alone? Yeah. And that's all he said. Yeah. And for that, he has been, he's had his endorsement from Activision uh, and Call of Duty cancelled. He's been maligned. He's been attacked. He's been hounded and he said nothing wrong all he said was let's leave kids alone but, and and for that yeah i, I know and uh, but the same thing happens the same thing happens on both sides as well because look at um look at the mel gibson thing you know and you yeah. tell people this and it's as if People are still trying to tell me he's making this, I know. this bloody thing well, the, 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 the still and they they, ab- they abuse you as well, and they're not left. I got even. abused about it today. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, it's like, you know, it's like someone, I said to someone, look, he's not doing it. And they said, prove he's not doing it. And I said, no, you're the one making the claim. You've got to prove that he's doing it. And he goes, no, you're making the claim too. And I goes, no, I'm not. I'm not claiming he's doing it. I'm saying he's not doing it because he said he's he said nothing about it and his publicist said he's not. And, and, and even, then Tim Ballard has come out and yeah. said that he's not doing it. And yet they're still like, well, you don't have a case. You just don't have a case. You can't show me a link. You can't show me the proof. You don't have a case. And I'm like, I just forget it. You know, forget it because if you argue with idiots, right, you're going to lose because they will bring you down to their level and they will soundly, soundly beat you with experience. You have no, so let me, let, no opportunity to win against an idiot. No, and let me say this with complete certainty. Tim Ballard will probably release his four-part documentary. Mm-hmm. Mel Gibson's name will not be on it anywhere. No, it won't. Because Mel Gibson... He's not producing this. He is not narrating it. He is not starring in it. And he is nothing to do with it. Hello. And yet, just yesterday, 
just yesterday, people are tweeting about it and getting 10,000 bloody likes and 5,000 retweets. <laughs> Mel Gibson's doing... No, he isn't. But people are... And I'm not saying that... People are stupid, though. They just they want to believe it. And it's like... I mean, mm. well, why do you want to believe it? Why do you want to believe that, one, this thing is already going on, and two, why do you want to believe that Mel Gibson's doing it? What does it matter who does it? What does it really matter who but, does it? If it's, if it's real... Right? Why does it make a difference if Mel Gibson does it or Tim Ballard does it? Right? Well, it doesn't. It's it just doesn't, a matter of maybe reach, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah? But you know what? Yeah. If Mel Gibson does it, it's not going to get the same reach as if um, James Cameron did it. Well, exactly. But James Cameron's not doing it. Mel Gibson's not doing it. Yeah. Um, Tony Garrett makes a good point in the chat. He says people want a saviour to save them the effort of trying to save themselves. And that's exactly what it is. Mel Gibson is a big name. You know, he is quote unquote based. Uh, he's very Christian, you know, and the Christian right love him. The Christian yeah, but, right absolutely love him. But Hollywood don't. No, no, Hollywood don't. He's on the Hollywood kind of edge. Don't. He still gets he still gets some stuff from them, but most of it's oh yeah, on the like edge. yeah. Well, put it this way: they're not they're not doing another Pocahontas movie with him playing John Smith, are they? No, it's not happening. <laughs> he's, uh, he's not getting back in with Disney anytime soon. Uh, but 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 it, but I'll tell you what: he's also not doing is making a four part fucking documentary about. <laughs> He's not doing it. He's just okay? not doing it. Right, let's He's move not on. doing it. So, um, our, our Canadian friend, our Canadian friend, Justine Trudeau, right, went to visit, went yeah. to visit the, the horrible green, green screen bunker dwelling dwarf, right? He did. And, um, and showed up just how short he is, not Trudeau, the other guy. <laughs> in fact, Trudeau's actually probably one of the taller guys of, amongst this group of dwarfs because they're all I, I the rest of them so, are all yeah. pretty short. Um, so anyway, went to meet him. But um, apart from that, apart from that, <laughs> Sweden has just reported that Ukraine has lost half of the mine clearing tanks that Sweden gave them earlier in the year. Now that's a bit careless. <laughs> A bit. Um, and the, the German beer delivery system isn't going down too well. <laughs> Do you know what? I've also seen some video footage of a bunch of leopard tanks being blown up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The German beer delivery system. Mm-hmm. Remember the short I did? Mm -hmm. That was a that was a leopard. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, no, yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> you went so, a flake with that. BBC Verify, right? Verify BBC by BBC. Have, re have released their first report, and of course, it's attacking the light paper. So yeah, it's going okay. after the the light paper. But I I retweeted a tweet because Mariana Springs done a podcast, and uh, I don't know if you know who Carl Benjamin is, but um, his online moniker is Sargon Avocat, right? I just want to read you this this here because this is how much Mariana Spring verifies her information because she talked about Carl in this podcast. He said, I am disappointed to learn, and in response to this, by the way, I'll tell you what she did. I am disappointed to learn that at Mariana Spring is actively promoting disinformation about me on her podcast. 
At about 11 minutes and 50 seconds onwards, here is a list of the demonstrable lies she has said about me. One, my YouTube channel is not suspended. She said it was. You can view it here. Here's a link. Two, Milo Yiannopoulos was not with me in Totnes. She says he was. Three, I have never sent an R threat. She said he had. Four, I am not, nor have I ever been, a white supremacist, and my only engagement with them is to debate against them. She said that he is. Five, I have not returned to Totnes since my one and only visit. She said that he had. Six, as I did not have a return visit to Totnes, half the town did not turn out to support me because they had been radicalised. <laughs> it's actually quite shocking just how extreme Mariana's disinformation is. These are completely fabricated statements which have no ground in reality. One might think that the BBC would be more concerned about honesty. I have placed a complaint with both the BBC and Ofcom. So Mariana responded to Carl. Do you know what she did? Go on. She blocked him. <laughs> That's her response. She blocked him. That's her. She blocked him. He says, Mariana has blocked me, apparently. This is peculiar, as you would have thought that a roving journalist and disinformation specialist would wish to engage with the subject of her reporting in order to ensure it was accurate. They did not ask him for comment at all on any of this. What did you expect? Did he give an interview to her? No. See, they didn't approach him for comment on any of this. They didn't ask him if any of this was true before they went and stated it as fact. So they just stitched him up. They just made up things about him. They just made it up. And but hey, it's BBC. Verify. You can trust them. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what a bunch of idiots. Uh, and then he, he says uh, the BBC's disinformation unit has done an excellent job of disinforming the locals in Totnes, apparently. Mission accomplished. So is the BBC out to de-radicalise Totnes? I have no idea. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, she quite literally put out, this is the BBC's disinformation specialist, yeah. Mariana Spring. And we're going to hear more about her on Thursday night, actually. Uh, but from people who have actually spent time with her, yeah. I might add. But um, she just made it up. And the thing is, a lot of this that he's saying, I know he's, I know he's telling the truth for a fact. Yeah. Right? I've seen, I saw all this as it was happening. She is just making shit up and then going on and saying, look, we're the arbiters of truth. So, so... Like mainstream media are picking up on this as well because the Telegraph reports today that during um during the the CV pandemic, um there were daily meetings between the BBC, between social media companies and the government to All right. to talk about how to quash any um any any anti narrative speech that was made. And how to, you to mean shut how it to, down? How to close how it down? How to censor people mm -hmm. roving around places and showing yeah, up inconvenient? Well, uh, truth, yeah, exactly. How to how to censor people that were maybe well were saying things that the BBC, the government, and social media didn't want them to say. And and really, we'll probably just leave it at that. Yeah, 
Yeah. So, but that's the Telegraph reporting that now, and. You know what, I think maybe it's a little bit disingenuous of the Telegraph because I kind of think they were in on it as well. I think they all were. I think all of the mainstream media were in on it because they wanted the, the gravy train, the government money. <laughs> they remember that the, the biggest contributors to all of these these media outlets during the CV alleged pandy were um, were the government giving yeah. them millions and millions yeah. and millions of pounds to run these propaganda campaigns? Yeah, and they're nudging. And, and and you've got to remember as well that even if you even if you run a news if you run a newspaper like say for instance if you're running this anything from the Sun right up to the Times or whatever, if the government yeah. slap a D notice on you, you just Done. can't report. You can't report. You just can't report. And that's. That's why some That's of the things the that people like myself were showing off, which should have been big news. I mean, I was screaming down yeah. my camera, yeah. mainstream media, why am I here, not you? Yeah, and, and that is why I was why. there and not them. Yeah, because... If they're slapped a D notice on it, they can't do anything about it. They just can't. And that's why the press in this country is not free. And that's why... Mm. At this moment in time, I'm pretty sure they're still using D notices for something else that's going on in Europe. I think you could be right. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, let's face I, it. I, I do. I mean, the press and the general MSN are all following the same line and they're sort of following a very similar narrative. And yet when you go to something that... If you go to something like the Hindustan Times, right, mm -hmm. who, who, who appear to report fairly, fairly, you know, fairly evenly, um, you, you get a completely different picture of what's going on. If you go to America yeah. and listen to, to big... You know, big channels. You seem to get a completely different idea of what's going on. You, you listen to what's his name, that Judge Napolitano, and all that, and and you talk and you hear Tony Ritter and Colonel McGregor, who are all ex, you know, CIA ex analysts, all that. I mean, ex UN weapons yeah. inspectors. I mean, these guys they've got a feel for what goes on in warfare. Some of them Absolutely. were soldiers, you know, and they're giving you. Uh, Tony Schaefer as well, and and they're all pretty. They're pretty open about it, you know. It can't be as we're being told, but hey, people still believe it's exactly as they're told. I mean, and I mean, you, this you is the part. Told. This is the part that I can't get my head around. Why do people? Why do people just believe everything they're told? Because we we. I mean, even we tell you. Don't believe everything you're told. And when we tell you something that's wrong, we'll come and tell you we were wrong, like I did today, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because I thought, yeah, no, I how can how can you... I mean, I, I mean, and I've, I've got a fairly reasonable grasp of the law. I mean, I did apply mm -hmm. it for 20-odd years. But the thing is, I couldn't understand in my head how one could be in contempt of court when no one's been charged with a crime. And yet, well, in Scotland, no court you can. proceedings are going on. Oh, yeah, but in Scotland, that doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be a court. It doesn't need to be a, a charge. It doesn't need to be a sheriff appointed. You don't need anything. You just need the police to be investigating it, and suddenly you're in contempt of court. Doesn't make any sense, but there you are. That's that's what it is, and it's it's terrifying it's tyrannical it's oh it's, i mean scotland's not a free i mean let's face it the uk is not a free country but scotland in particular is not a free country and the sooner we get the sooner we somebody bites the bullet and says look devolution's a failed experiment let's just bin it 
let's just bin it and save ourselves a shitload of money. Because mm-hmm. you're spending money. I mean, you got a whole parliament up here that does nothing. The rubber stamp mm-hmm. has already been put forward by Westminster I mean, and comes up with then stupid... Let, let me finish. It comes forward with stupid, stupid ideas like free bikes, free laptops that no one ever sees and no one ever gets and then applies mm-hmm. things like the copy, like London's US scheme, except they then put draconian fines on it so you got a 60-quid fine for the first offence of going into the US scheme without a vehicle that's proper. And that's that. There's no, you know, it's a 60 quid fine. I think you can drop it to 30 quid if you pay it quick. But it's a 60 quid fine. But one third of Glasgow City Council's vehicles don't even comply with the US scheme in Glasgow. But that's an SMP run council. <laughs> so what chance have you got, people? This country is completely mad. I don't know. I don't know what chance you've got. Um, especially in Scotland, you guys are, um, you guys are nuts. Do you want a bit of a? Do you want a bit of a light-hearted news? Well, I you tell you, before I got for before you? we go on to the light-hearted news, let's um, just say goodbye to our friends at Twitter. Goodbye, Twitter. If you are watching, you need to head over to YouTube dot now, uh, YouTube dot com forward slash Chasing Descent Official right now. So you can come and watch the rest of the show. Uh, otherwise, see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Right. Bit of lighthearted news for you. Go on. So, you know, Boris Johnson's resigned. Yeah. Um, yeah. And his seat is vacant. Uh, Uxbridge yeah. in South Ryslip. <laughs> yeah, I know he's standing. Uh, Lawrence Fox is standing in the seat of Uxbridge. Yeah, but South he's not... Rysleaf. So what's he standing as? Reform or something? Uh, it would be Reclaim, won't it? His party. It's, Reclaim. Uh, I mean, we had this, convo- we had this conversation on, on Friday, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, we did. Nobody's going to vote. Nobody's going to vote for them. Or, or I'll no. tell you what. Even if people do vote for them, they're going to be split, right? Between the two. Yeah. Yeah. And yet most of your conservatives will still vote conservative because they don't vote Absolutely for the person. They, will. they don't vote for the person, they vote for the party, right? And all that's gonna happen is it's gonna take votes off the conservatives and Labour's probably got you know, gonna get in with a shout, you know? Yeah. But uh, you know no. what? I, I really don't care because it doesn't matter who gets in. Nothing's gonna change. Things aren't Nothing's gonna get any gonna better. Change. You know that song, things can only get better. That's a load of bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it seems to be. <laughs> oh, according to Ewan, who is a new viewer here. Hello, yeah. Ewan. Hi, Ewan. Reclaim and Reform are joining forces, apparently. Well, I think they're going to kind of have to, aren't they? <laughs> they're going to have to have some kind of pact. But they're not They're not going to win. They won't win anything. Well, no, if they stand in the same seats as the Tories, you're absolutely... All that will happen is that the vote will split between the Tories, Reclaim, Reform, and then the person who got the least, uh, you you know, the left will get the least share of the vote, but will still get the win. Let's think about this, right? Any Labour voter isn't going to vote for Reclaim, Reform or Tory, okay? No. Right, so the Labour's going to have their their, their vote. They're all in on Keith. Yeah, all those people, all those Labour voters that were on the fence last time around and voted Tory, right? Mm-hmm. 
Where do you think they're going this time? They're going back to Labour. Yeah, yeah, they're going back to Labour. They're not going to go mm -hmm. reclaim a reform because why would they? So, so what's going to happen is Labour's going to get in. Reclaiming and reform aren't going to make any difference except take away more votes from the Tories. So you probably yeah. get a Labour majority. Hey, um, that's how I see it working. I'm not saying that's what I would want. Because I don't, I don't like big government. I don't think big government's the answer to anything. In fact, I think big I, government are proving to us on a daily basis that big government doesn't work because uh -huh. they don't put the rights of the individual anywhere, never mind front and centre. They just... Yeah. You know. Lord Buckethead has legally had to change his name to Count Bimface, Adam, so we can't vote for Buckethead. But you can vote for Count Bimface if you'd like. You know, at the end of the day... At this point, is there any point? Because voting within the system is not going to change the system, and it's the system itself that's actually broken, as we've said for two years now, John. We've been harping on at this. Mm -hmm. It's the system, and, and can you really, really reform this system from within? I don't think so. I mean, even if, like, Lawrence Fox claims with his Reclaim Party to be exactly as we would want, you know, no fan of big government, would like to really reduce the role of government in people's lives. Uh, but if he gets a majority, which is never going to happen, but if he did, if he were to get a majority, I think his tune would change pretty quickly. I'm just saying, I, I do. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Well, exactly. I just, I don't trust anybody that wants to work within this system. And I've always said, what? I never, never, it's people who actively seek office should be disbarred from holding it. Absolutely. Um, it, it's, once again, I mean, this, this, the theme of this show should be frustrated because I am frustrated. Yeah. Because people get excited by this shite, and you'll see people, loads of people will mock Lawrence Fox for what he's doing, and probably rightfully so, because he's a very mockable person, I will say that. But but secondly, loads of people, oh yeah, I'm so excited, Do you, and all you are doing, like Adam said, and it's not something we want to be happening, but all you are doing by doing this is handing the seat to Labour. That's what you're doing, because you're splitting the vote, Loads of people will vote for Reclaim uh, or Reform, and loads of people will vote for the Conservatives. And then this 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 party over here that's got 30% of the vote will get the seat mm -hmm. because they've got 30% of the vote. Yeah, That's just, unfortunately, how oh. the first-past-the-post system works. Um, more people will vote probably for a right-wing party in that because Boris Johnson's been a very safe seat for Boris Johnson. So... Even though more people will vote for a right-wing party, left-wing will take it. Yeah, and then... More than... And then you get... And, and don't look to Scotland for any inspiration because Scotland has this... This... this oh, my God. This weird transferable, single transferable vote system, right? So people vote for your first choice, second choice, and then... And once the first point, the first choice reaches a certain amount, the votes get trans, you know, the other votes get transferred to the second choice. And effectively, what it means is no one can ever get a majority, right? Proportional representation, isn't it? By kind of, right? Okay. It's, it's, it's meant a, to be. It's meant to be, but 
nobody gets a majority, and so that means that the two or the biggest party ends up making a deal with a party that will give them enough votes. And in this mm-hmm. case, it turns out to be the lunatic fringe, which are the Greens. So you've got the lunatic fringe of the SNP aligned with the lunatic fringe of the Greens. So that fantastic. That that's Scott. That's why Scotland is in the complete and utter mess it is right now. Yeah, it it, it well, I I would say even worse. When you look at, going back to the argument that devolution or devolution is a failure, look at Stormont. When, is that ever going to work again? Oh, well, like, properly? I, I, Ireland's just... See, I, Ireland's a big problem on its own because the Irish, the Irish just make things incredibly difficult for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the Scottish shoot themselves in the foot, but the Irish just... The Irish take the biscuit. They really do. I mean, Sorry, Ewan in the Irish. chat's got a good point. He's got a good point. He said, should just start a new party, the I'm only in it for myself oh, and the money yeah, party. But, At least you would be honest. But you'll never change a system from the inside. That's the problem. So there's no point no, in starting I, a party. You know, unless you want... I, don't, I tell you what you're better doing. You're better, if you want to make money, people, right, start a religion. Not a cult, a religion. No, no, yeah, like like that amazing religion with worth billions and billions of pounds called Scientology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely not a cult. Definitely not a cult. <laughs> um, so what I will say is this: um, if you have not joined my movement, uh, definitely not a cult. Just stop lettuce. Not a cult. Then not a cult. Hashtag not a cult. Um, then you need to think about doing so. Just stopping lettuce right now is one of the single most important things that we can do. As we told you a few weeks ago on the show, lettuce is, is causing three times the emissions in its production than the production of bacon. It is bad for the climate. It is bad for the environment. And we must band together now to just stop lettuce. And I mean Boris Johnson on Friday night. Even Boris Johnson joined my hashtag not a cult didn't he yeah said that's what he was doing yep right um let's move on away from this nonsense Uh, let's go to the nhs yeah so the the nhs are breaking records apparently i know everybody the nhs has managed to break a record yet again um so all hail John, tell me what it is. Apparently we've got 7.4 million people awaiting routine treatment. Well done. NHS rock. NHS rock. (laughs) See, that's what happens. That's what happens when you shut down, effectively, the entire health service for two years to all but one thing. And then you close entire departments, strokes, heart, lung, all of that. Uh, And this is what happens. Um, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. uh, And this is going to rhyme. I saw it with my own eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and actually, while on the subject of the... uh, the what do you call them? The NHS. What yeah, about uh, Brighton Hospital? So something is going afoot couple, over at Brighton Hospital. Couple of um, neurosurgeons there blew the whistle, right? 
Yeah. So they blew the whistle on the fact that there's been a, a complete lack of professional care of certain patients. Deaths have been caused as a result of it. Um, they're pointing the finger at the whole system in that hospital, in effect. Um, the NHS uh-huh. Trust has set, has marked a hospital down as um, requiring an improvement in its patient care. And apparently 40 people have died. In, in fact, it's now got to the point the police are investigating the fact that 40 people have died as a result of um, alleged negligence over a period from 2015. So, I honestly, I'm not surprised. It's a massive hospital, but it's a massive city. Um, they're probably stretched to the bone. And, you know, when that happens, standards lapse. Yeah. And that's, that's unfortunately what happens. And I'm not going to say because you're not properly funded, but because the proper funding that you do get is diverted to things it doesn't need to be. Redivert a whole load of the NHS budget into frontline services. I keep saying it, and somebody needs to come in and look at it dispassionately. Rishi, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it for free. How's that? And I, I will find you the money within the current budgets to vastly improve frontline services within a week because. It's just mismanaged. It's... And we need to stop... We need to stop punishing budgets. So if you don't spend all of your budget, you still get your budget next year. You just got a bigger budget for even better services. Yeah. But right now, if if they don't spend all of their budget in a year, they get whatever's left over taken off next year's budget. That needs to stop. Yeah. That just needs to stop. Um... Well, yeah, indeed. Like Andrew says, take charge of procurement. No more thirty quid staplers. Yeah, absolutely. And stop, stop hiring concert pianists. And stop hiring curators. And stop hiring middle management. And stop going. Oh no, that that department's only got two managers. It's those managers need managers, and then those managers need managers, and then oh, why not? We'll just give them some admin staff, and then uh, those admin staff need managers as well. This is where all the money goes in the bloody NHS. They just don't, they don't spend it correctly. And, and it's, it's all down to each individual trust on how they spend their budget. But they keep hiring things. £100,000 plus for a lived experience personnel. The fuck is a lived experience personnel? <laughs> Who gives <clears throat> fuck? Hey, calm down, calm down. Um, okay. Moving on and staying in the medical sphere. Mm. There, there are reports, and they're not from the most mainstream sources, but they are from mainstream sources in foreign countries, right? Right. Including India, that China appears to be mucking about with monkey-human hybrids. Now, making chimeras. I need to see this. I need to see this. Well, do your research. At the end of the day, it doesn't shock me because, you know, they they have level two bio labs right near where things, you know, definitely originated from, but it definitely... I think you meant level four, but apart from that. No, 
it, Wuhan was only ever level two. They just claimed it was level four. Anyway, I've, I've read that. Well, I need to see that. Um, but no, this is this is the country that uh, leaked documents now show almost certainly did the thing. Shall yeah, we say? Yeah. I, well, I think that's pretty much a given, unless yeah. you're a complete and utter, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah. So th the question is, why are we? Why are people mucking around with things like this? What possible benefit can you have, right? I mean, what 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 are you trying to do here? You try. I I just don't understand it, especially a monkey human hybrid, because they're they're not even that close. Um, in 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 DNA, I mean, a pig's closer in DNA than a monkey than a monkey. A minky. See, is that the minky you have there? <laughs> Honestly, I just think that they're nuts. Um, yeah, the scientists are. doing such work. But then again, I think a lot of scientists have to be quite nuts to come up with some of the stuff that they come up with. Well, oh, I know. Let's let's grow a human ear on a mouse's back. Yeah. Well. Why? Yeah, I know. But the right so. The thing that gets me is science isn't done by individuals anymore. Science is now done by corporations and it's done by universities funding and, uh -huh. and biolabs and industrial military complex. So science isn't done as it used to be done. When all the big when all the big um all the big discoveries were made, science was effectively done by mavericks. I mean, even what's his name? Einstein wasn't a trained scientist by any stretch of the imagination. The man didn't complete any formal education. So you know, I mean, there was there was a, there was a kid that built a nuclear reactor in his garage. These these are the type of people that used to do science. Is that not the right? Big Bang Theory? Anyway, no, but, no, no. There was a real kid in America built a nuclear reactor yeah. in his garage. Yeah, but so the the thing is though, and and there's even there's even a school of thought, and maybe that should go into a rabbit hole. But there's even a school of thought that Einstein didn't come up with the theories, and it was actually his wife because. Once he divorced her, he never come up with anything again. <laughs> well, maybe he was just too depressed. Yeah, well, was it divorce or did she die? Well, one or the other, whatever. Anyway, regardless of that, I'll maybe get Ed on that one, but yeah. So, mm. so the question is, you're only going to get funding for the things that corporations and governments want you to look at. And that's the problem. So when the corporations the and governments like, make make a decision and want you to go down a particular route, that's when you get things like we've got just now over certain issues environmentally that everyone science. Yeah, everyone has to go along with or they don't mm. get funded. And if they step out against it, they don't get funded. And the same thing happens. I mean, it even happens, a less controversial one would be like in astronomy, you know. Like when the guy that discovered Redshift, you know, Edmund, uh, was it, um, not Harley, Fred Hot, was it Fred Hoyle? Anyway, there was a whole thing about Redshift, right? And huh? and then, what's his name? One of the, um, oh, Velikovsky uh, and, and some of these other people, they discovered that, there are galaxies connected out there, but the galaxies have, you know, by streams of matter, and yet the galaxies have different levels of redshift. So it could be that 
Redshift doesn't actually tell you what speed galaxies are travelling at. In that case, it puts the whole of cosmology into question and it puts the whole of the expanding universe into question. So what do they do? They take the telescope time off these guys so they can't investigate it anymore. <laughs> so yeah, it just gets buried. I, it just gets buried. These I, guys' careers are just effectively finished because they take the telescope time off them because that's not considered mainstream. We just want to go with the mainstream. Bang. And then the same goes for yeah. like him. Um, the same goes for Graham, Graham Hancock. So he comes up with a theory that there was a, a previous civilization that suffered uh you know uh, and he made a netflix documentary yeah. which i haven't watched yeah, i it, do need to watch that that's quite good but so he comes up with this theory that there was a previous advanced civilization that kind of suffered a severe catastrophe and and there's a lot to say that this could be the case because you think about it after after like two hundred years, anything we've got is gone. You know, you put a JCB yeah. in the ground and try and dig it up in three hundred years, and there'll be nothing left because all have gone. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So so you know, but because it doesn't follow the mainstream, it just gets attacked com- consistently attacked. by mainstream attacked. archaeologists. I'll yeah. tell you. I'll tell you what they said. They said his Netflix documentary was one of the most dangerous I things don't. ever released. Why? Because it right. made people think. Because it made people think, yes, you're probably right. It is dangerous because it made people think. And yeah, we don't point, want people thinking because when people think, they make up their own mind and then they might do things that aren't sanctioned you know what, I'm by go- government. I'm going to say it goes even deeper than that, right? I'm going to say it goes even deeper than that. And this point I'm going to make is then going to sort of lead on to my next point, which isn't scientific, but... The powers that be, whoever they are, the people that fund these scientists, the corporations, um, they want an outcome. So they come to the scientists and they say, you get to this outcome. That's what we want. They don't want you to go and do the science and come, you know, follow the follow the paths and, and see where it leads. They, they say, this is the outcome we want you to get to. Get us there. And that is that is what mainstream science is today, and that's not that's not science. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Can, uh, can I, I'm, can, I'm going. Oh, sorry. Carry on. I'm going. I'm going to move on because. Oh well, um, can I can I say something? Right. I saw yeah. so, I saw something last night about um, Artemis. You, you remember how we reported on the Artemis launch and all that, and, yeah. and NASA going back to the moon. And then how they're relying on Elon Musk to provide the lander and all that. Yeah. So, and and I've been, been kind of watching SpaceX in the background and seeing what they're up to, and they're building all these the, all these Starship things, and they just keep building them. And you're thinking, why are they building so many? And now I found out why they're building so many. And right now, so in 1968, 69, we went to the moon with one rocket mm-hmm. right from ground to moon and back okay okay so so for for artemis and elon musk lander to get to the moon right mm-hmm. so elon musk's starship thing is going to go separately from the artemis thing that will go in a different rocket so the, the, yep. the, the Starship has to launch itself into space, but it can only carry enough fuel to get itself into low Earth orbit. So they launch a tanker, a, 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 
a tanker full of locks, basically, you know, liquid oxygen and methane and hydrogen. Mm-hmm. And they launch that into low Earth orbit so that it can dock with it and transfer some. But that tanker has uses most of the fuel to get itself into low Earth orbit. So what they then have to do is send up other rockets to refuel the tanker before they can before they can then refuel the rocket that's gonna to go to the moon and then land there waiting for Artemis to come and then they'll transfer into it and they'll live in it for four days. This is for four days this is for a four day mission, okay? So Elon Musk says he's thinking that they could get away with four extra launches, you know, after you know, after the tanker goes up and then yep. you know th- th- they would get away with just about four. And some guy from NASA says, mm, it's probably going to be more like 16. <laughs> this, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so 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 we now have in the region of something like 24 launches, right, to get four men to the moon and back in a period that's going to take twice as long as it took us to do with one rocket in 1969 where we sent three men to the moon and back, allegedly. Listen, just don't question anything, right? It's, mad- it's just madness. Go out tomorrow, look for plants, consume. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's what you've got to do. That's just so, people, right? So, right, but... All of this pitch, consume. But think of this. This is the same basic starship that he says is going to take him to Mars. Mm. How's he going to take it to Mars? How much fuel is he going to need to go to Mars and back? You're asking me to just... Well, actually, come if, home, sleep. If, if they go to Mars, they're not coming back. If you do you <laughs> if you buy a ticket to Mars, it's a one way ticket, baby. You're not coming one back. One way ticket. You're not coming back, and then you'll probably end up suffocating, but, <laughs> <laughs> or being consumed by an alien relic. A la doom. Space Worm. Yeah, like things. Doom or... Yeah, yeah. I, I love that movie, Doom. I thought it was brilliant. It was like one of the best takes on a video game ever. Okay. Yeah. Have you not seen it? Have you seen it? I've never seen oh, it. Oh, you need to watch it. I want... You need to, have you played I Doom? To, yeah, of course. Right. So you need to watch Doom the movie. Carol mm-hmm. Urban's in it. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. It's, it's, and it's, it's rather in the rock in it as well. Yeah, but it's really well done. It really is. It's it's, it's a good movie. It's definitely a good movie. Okay, okay. I, I I will check it out. I want to I want to move on, and I want to talk to you about the idea that your government could be lying to you. Big shock. I know. But I want to I want to give you uh, I want to give you an example and then I want to pose a question and I'm not going to give you an answer to that question. It's a question for you to go home and think about yourselves, even though most of you Homework. are sitting at home. <laughs> yeah. So on June the 4th, 1989. So this was just a couple of months before I was born. You were alive, John. Um, a million people were protesting in Tiananmen Square in China. Allegedly. Um. And, and they were protesting against the communism and the CCP, and they were protesting for freedom. Mm-hmm. 250,000 soldiers stormed Tiananmen Square and opened fire on the protesters, 
killing at least 10,000 of them. It was known as the Tiananmen Square Massacre. It's very famous, and there is video footage. Okay. In Hong Kong, on the anniversary, mm -hmm. uh, the, it'll be the 34th anniversary, I believe, last week, or uh, eight days ago, yep. many people were arrested yep. for commemorating the Tiananmen Square Massacre. The reason they were arrested is because 34 years is enough time to brainwash an entire country and an entire generation. And the Chinese government tell their citizens that it didn't happen, that it's dangerous misinformation. Oh, where have we that had that term? That is what the Chinese government, government call it, dangerous misinformation. We've heard that term and quite a lot these days, haven't we? Many, many Chinese citizens believe them mm -hmm. so ask yourself this when your government when your mariana spring when your bbc verify when your telegraph your son your daily mail are telling you something is dangerous misinformation is it don't ask yourself that question good i can't question. give you an answer good question i can't but but i can what i can tell you is these terms, they pop up quite regularly, don't they? They do, they do. When to, to cover inconvenient truths, I shall say. Uh, let's move on. What else you got for me, John? HSBC Innovation Banking. <laughs> so, Rishi Sunak proudly, proudly tweets today that as a result of his interference um, and HSBC's interference, they have rescued the Silicon Valley Bank in the UK, which they bought for a pound, I think. Um, and they bought it for a pound? Yep, HSBC are now launched as HSBC Innovation Banking. Now, if I remember correctly, and, you know, you come at me if I'm wrong, but isn't HSBC, whose um, some of its innovations have been um, getting some of the biggest fines ever, or money laundering, drug money from cartels. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> so, and you know, you know what HSBC stands for, don't you? Uh, Hong Kong something or other. Hong Kong and Shanghai Banking Corporation. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so um, HSBC uh, have launched this as an innovation bank. So. The question is, what kind of innovations are they going to come up with? New ways to well, lend money? Maybe Joe Biden should get in there because he's under investigation for bribery and corruption by the FBI. Yeah, I was going to say, you, how long before, because they used to draft in Samuel L. Jackson to do their adverts all the time, old HSBC, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> how long until they start drafting in Samuel again <laughs> to uh, HSBC Innovation Bank? Yeah. Uh, God. It's going to happen, yeah. I, I think. Um, I, I think it's egregious. Obviously, they will probably make millions or billions in profits off the back of a one-pound purchase. Um, obviously, that one-pound purchase is, it took on and re restructured the debt of the yeah. company as well. Yeah. Oh, written most HSBC. of all. Well, and, and let's face it. But it was probably two HSBC. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> to be fair, though, most the, most banking debt doesn't actually exist because doesn't. they're charging interest on something that they've never lent you. They didn't lend you money. They just 
they just made a, an adjustment in a ledger that said you had the money and you went out and spent the money, but that money really doesn't exist. And they're charging so you interest. Thing. It's just it's, it's just a it's just a Ponzi scheme. And they're charging you interest on money that didn't cost them anything because they're allowed to lend ten times what their deposits are. So mm-hmm. they're lending money they don't have. And and there yeah. was a guy in, in America who actually took them to court and, and won um because they foreclosed on his house and he pointed out that they'd lent them money that they didn't have, so they couldn't have a valid contract and they couldn't ask for interest and the repayment of that sum when they had actually never given it to him in the first place. And he won the case. Now, I have I no doubt they've changed the law since. <laughs> I'll bet the first thing they did was reword the law so that nobody else could do that. But at the end of the day, money doesn't exist in, in any meaningful way in the West. Um, it's not backed by anything. It's not. It's literally backed. It's it's. It's backed just by a fairy tale. Well, yeah. I mean, it's meant to be backed by government bonds, but even then, that doesn't count because they're not worth. No, anything. it doesn't count. Then they're, they're not worth anything, and you get people like. See, I'm I'm looking at China right now, and I'm seeing lots of predictions that they're going to make the yuan, the Chinese yuan, convertible, right? Because it's not a convertible currency at the moment. Um, uh, so that they can try and replace the dollar now. I'm going to make a prediction here, right here on Chasing Descent, and say, that's bollocks, it's not going to happen. And the reason it's not going to happen is because it's a tightly controlled currency. It's... Uh, but you know what the... If they were... Right, but you know what the Chinese could do? If they wanted that? to, they could bring the dollar down. And you know... Not yes, this yeah, way. No, not that way, but you know how they would do it? All they really they go back in. Yeah, all they need to do is expose is expose how much gold they actually have. Because mm-hmm. they've been hiding gold for the last twenty or thirty years. Because their gold Absolutely they have. Their gold reserves haven't increased over the last twenty or thirty years, but they've been buying gold like it's going out of fashion. So but China's because, China's got because, a shitload of gold. But because of how tightly controlled their currency is their very questionable economic growth year on year can be, you know, made up, shall we say. Because they do have very questionable economic growth every year. It's pretty much yeah, of course the same is. every year. Um, China, because, China's because, no better than the US, you know. I mean, China's, no. China's just playing the same kind of game. In fact, China's probably economically not in a great position. It's absolutely not. And if this is the point I'm trying to get to. If they were to make their... Uh, currency convertible and interchangeable it would reveal just how bad a position they were actually in Mm -hmm. and it would probably collapse the yuan and it would probably collapse the party the communist party and ultimately collapse the country so i am not i i am making my prediction right here that that is bollocks it's not going to happen because they'll lose the tight control that they have on it and the ability to keep themselves in the uh, quote-unquote economic situation that they find themselves yeah, in currently. I think what will continue to happen is the expansion of BRICS and they'll continue to trade amongst themselves without the US dollar. That's what they'll do. Uh, Harold says you must be able to convert their currency. It's much more complicated than that, but it's not convertible during trades at the moment. So you can't. it's not interchangeable with the dollar during trading. Um, so they will do their trades in US dollars, not in 
Chinese yuan. So um, it's not convertible in that sense. But if they were to start converting during trades, it would collapse the currency because I guarantee you, like I said, the economic situation in China is far more dubious than they like to claim. Indeed. Um, right. Let's um, let's we've got one serious thing, and then we've got lighter stuff. In fact, let's just go. Okay. Let's just go straight to China. We were already there, weren't we? Well, so, stay in China. So China has mm-hmm. been telling parents to report their children for using Telegram or WhatsApp. They have. You report your child. Eat your Telegram. You report. You report. <laughs> I'm not going to name the person, but me and John were actually having a conversation earlier because it's, it's illegal to use a virtual private network, a VPN in China. Yeah. Because obviously they don't want you going past the great file. You're not yours, VPN. Like oh, great. You're not great, past great firewall of China. We, we wall garden. <laughs> but, um,. <laughs> I, 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 someone that I've met in person that runs a rather large YouTube channel is on video in China on his YouTube channel, wandering around the place, telling people, oh, come and watch us on YouTube. Just use a VPN. Just use a VPN. Come on. He broke the bloody law. Yeah. I was watching it going He's on. Lucky. Oh he God. was lucky he didn't get himself arrested and thrown in jail. In China. Yeah. China. Right. He just, okay. Whoa. So, um... Um, Italians, remember the Italian cyclist number plate gig, gig that we mentioned? Yeah. Right. Apparently, the Italians have come back at that and said, no, no, that's not what it was for. It was for scooters. You know, for more scooters. Because yeah. all the 16 year olds run about in scooters without license plates on them. So they're saying it's not for push bikes, it's for scooters. I think it's maybe they maybe walked it back because they've been. <laughs> <laughs> they've seen the derision that they've been they've been heaped on them from the international community. <laughs> oh no, they're going to come and throw a pepperoni at us. They're, the they're laughing at us. They mock us. <laughs> and speaking, they mock us. So pepperoni, spicy meatball. Speaking of being mocked, Berlusconi has died. Ah, uh, uh, he was you know a what? bit of a character. Yeah, yeah like, like I said in my tweet earlier. The man is already up there having bunga bunga. Yeah. He's, he's having one inter- eternal bunga bunga party. Now, he was probably a corrupt sleazeball, just like all politicians are. But like yeah, you said, he was. Like you said, he was a character. He was a card and he was in his 80s. Yeah. To be fair, it was cancer that got him. Well, a lung condition uh, caused by his leukemia that he'd been battling for a while. So he'd been battling leukemia for quite some time. And it finally got him. And it usually is a lung condition, also known as pneumonia, that gets cancer patients. Because that's exactly what happened to my grandfather. And in fact, that's exactly what happened to my grandfather when it... Um, he had cancer. He went into remission. Then his uh, we we thought all, all was good. And then his shoulder broke out of nowhere. Um, just randomly, his shoulder broke. Mm-hmm. Um, they found a massive tumor. Found out he had leukemia. Ended up in in hospital. And then it was pneumonia that got him. Yeah, yeah. So you know, that's kind of how it goes, isn't it? it? it is. That's kind of how it goes. Anyway, um, right. So let's lighten the mood slightly. So can you? Or yay. Yay. <laughs> Who has been quite, he's been missing in action for ages, right? 
has. has had a 46th birthday party in New York where he served sushi, right? Mm-hmm. On the bodies of naked young women. <laughs> Do you know what? That's exactly how I envisioned Kanye celebrating his birthday. <laughs> Yeah, so he has. He's, he's obviously hired a group of young nubile women with um, who who wish to partake in this party. They have lain down naked, and he has placed sushi all over their body, and they have been used as plates. <laughs> well, I, I suppose mean, you know what. You know what? The, he picked the best food. They though. agreed to do it. No, but they took he, the money. he picked the best food because nobody's going to say. Oh, that's this fishy. <laughs> oh, no! 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 <laughs> right, okay. Uh, right, so on the topic of of dubious claims. So some side, some group of scientists at the University of, I think it's Manitoba or something like that. And this is Canada, right? I've been, I've been researching sperm mortality and squirrels. Why? And they've come up with a conclusion. Why? Come up with a conclusion that climate change is reducing sperm motility in squirrels. <laughs> so Fuck. you know what? Right, so so what gets me is you're at a party, right? <laughs> and someone says to you, What do you do? I'm a, I'm a squirrel sperm motility researcher. I milk squirrels for a living. What do you mean you milk squirrels? I don't want to know. Why would anyone... How do you end up in that kind of field? What kind of wrong wrong moves have you made in your life that you've ended up milking squirrels for a living? I tell you. I tell you. These people... I I said it earlier in the show. I'll say it again. These people are nuts. nuts. They're nuts. They're absolutely, they've lost it. They're off the reservation if they were ever on it in the first place. Yeah. Uh, and uh, do you know what? I want to stay in Canada for just a minute because I, I, I want to tell you a story. Okay. I'm just, just, I just want to tell you a story. So the city of Waterloo. Yeah. In Canada oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. They've. They've painted a crosswalk yeah. across the middle of a busy yeah, street, yeah. right? And and it's a rainbow. Celebrate Pride Month. It's a rainbow crosswalk. Okay. And over the last few weeks, or however long it's been up, tyre marks, tyre tracks have started yeah. to appear over it, as you would expect on a painting in the road if cars are consistently driving over You're it. You're not going to like okay? this. The city of Waterloo have sent a tweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you like me to read their tweet verbatim for you? I've I've, I've read it, but read it for the the, the um, assembled multitude that are watching us. We are sad to report that the Rainbow Crosswalk on Willis Way yeah. was vandalised with tyre marks. Yeah. yeah, there is no place for hate in Waterloo. Crews have been working hard to clean things up and give the crosswalk a fresh shine for now, with a full restoration coming soon. 
Right. No. Carl Striving is no, now no. fucking no, vandalism. No, 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 just wind your neck in, big boy, right? Because you're not going to like this, but in some respects, they're right. Right? Because if you look at that picture, right, those tyre marks have been laid down by someone deliberately wheel spinning across that, right? That's a continuous wheel spin that's caused that rubber to be laid down on top of that. And effect, that that is vandalism. That's not normal wear and tear. You can't, you can't, okay. you cannot apply that amount of rubber to the road without spinning your wheels or locking your wheels under braking. Right? That that is wheel spin. That's wheel spin. I have a question, and right. this is just uh, a hypothetical. When it comes to these rainbow cross walls, because they're popping up in loads of places. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Are they legal? First of all, are they legal? Well, I don't Second think so, all, because I think the the definition of a crosswalk, especially in this country, is that it's if it's a zebra crossing, it's black and white. And also, second of all, blind people with guide dogs. Yeah. They're going to be... The, the, the dogs are going to be confused by that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, look at the horses. Look at the police horses, remember? They wouldn't go over it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, the whole thing's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know, no one needs... No one needs to celebrate. I suppose I've got to be careful here, but what I'm trying to say is no one needs to celebrate anyone's personal preference for anything, right? No. You know, just leave people alone. Just let them go on with yeah, it. What? You know, I mean, and you don't, you certainly don't need a month and you don't need to shove your personal preferences in other people's faces. I wouldn't do it to you. I don't expect you to do it to me. So, so what does it matter? Let's just live and let live, you know. Why, why do this this whole performance art when nobody's nobody really should be interested in it? Uh, to be fair, to me, it just seems like. I mean, did you see the Pride March that was marching with Lockheed Martin? No, because I'm not going to watch that kind of thing. I, I, it's of no interest to me, so I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, but the, the irony of people calling themselves marginalised when their yeah, flag is taking pride of place in the middle of the White House and Lockheed Martin are sponsoring their parade. Yeah. Right? And I'm not saying I'm not saying people aren't marginalised. I'm just saying that this has become mainstream now. No, but these people and, these people are marginalising themselves because of the way they carry on. That's the problem. So but what I'll say what I'll say is is this. Um I have grown up never giving two shites who people want to sleep with, be with, love, marry. It doesn't bother me, right? What you do with your own body and what you do with other people you consent to in your own bedroom is is absolutely your business, not mine. And it's sh nor should it be mine. And I don't understand people who want to get themselves involved in the lives of others in such a way. I don't think we should be able to control other people, but you know, and and that that goes for the the people marching around hating on people for just wanting to 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 be yeah, with I mean, somebody. It's I like, yeah. just let people be people. You know, you don't you don't need to celebrate yeah. every you don't need to celebrate every time somebody takes a dump. You know, because that's effectively what we're doing now, right? You know, and, and it's part of this. Everybody needs affirmation. It's like that stupid girl that cut her own hair, put a post up today. And then goes, uh, oh, because of the cruel comments of some men, it's tr it's troubling my MH. 
You know what that means. But um, it's troubling my... Yeah, I wasn't saying it because I don't want to get pulled. But anyway, so it's troubling my MH and I'm struggling to understand why they would do that, but I'm going to leave it here. And it's like, you know what? If you're going to put a picture of yourself up, you're inviting comment, right? And it's no, it's not the same. It's not the same as going out dressed and asking to get... Hard, right? Because that's a completely different thing. If you are deliberately putting a picture of yourself, saying you've done something on social media, then you are effectively inviting comment. And the people that cannot see the difference between that and getting catcalled is ridic- ridiculously stupid and shallow people that I have no, you know, that I can't, I can't really have the, I don't have the time to deal with you, and I don't certainly don't have the inclination because you're, you're, you're just wrong. You know, um, so you know if you don't want to get comments on social media, don't put pictures of yourself up, and don't say stupid mm. things. It's as simple as that. Yeah, and I'm the bad guy because that's yeah. what I said. I said you don't want pic- you don't want comments that are going to upset you. Don't put a picture up because everybody expects the affirmation comment, but no one wants the no you're wrong comment, and that's the problem. Because they, they, yeah, they won't Spencer, take the your wrong comment, you know? Spencer says, uh, it's a shame, but some people crave attention like I do oxygen. I'm going out for dinner with Spencer tomorrow night before the show. Right. Uh, my son's coming too. Good, good. Right, last last item. Let's lighten the mood a bit. Have you seen the alien videos? <laughs> oh my From God, Vegas. have I? <laughs> so, right, let's just paint a picture here. We have, we have a... Uh, an, a spacecraft coming, f- allegedly, coming from deep space with aliens on board that lands mm-hmm. in someone's backyard in Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. Two eight or ten foot tall aliens come out. They look a bit like um, something out of Avatar, right? They're doing this. Yeah, and then they proceed to, to, to what appears to be graze in the garden. <laughs> Naked. Naked, die, butt naked, no weapons, no tools, nothing, right? No sign of the spacecraft. They've mastered interstellar travel but haven't bought clothes. (laughs) It's like, and and they're now eating grass. (laughs) So, you tell me, people, do you believe that? Do you? Do you believe that? No. No, uh, Adam says those were definitely aliens, <laughs> chap, and uh, chap, and though Adam's the type of person these videos are for. <laughs> the other one that got me was the one where the the aliens allegedly hiding behind the forklift, right? And people are I going seen that one. Oh, there's one where there's there's a shape behind a forklift. You've no idea what it is, right? Okay, <laughs> and some guy actually did it really well because he put up a black screen, drew a red circle in it, and goes, "There, there's the alien." <laughs> but yeah, the whole thing's just ridiculous. What do you mean, grass in a desert? Is somebody's back garden, Spencer? Good grief! Yeah. Have you ever been to Vegas? It's probably Vegas? it's probably greener than Brighton. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I want to go to Vegas. Vegas is a place I want to go. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> so yeah. Spencer was meant to go to Vegas last month and he didn't get to go because of certain mandates. Oh, good grief. He could go uh-huh. now. He could go now, but the event that he was meant to go to has happened. All right, okay. That's a bummer. 
He's a bummer. Yeah, so this, bummer. I, I, I tell you, I mean, and this other guy, this, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Gorgas or whatever. I can't remember his name. The stupid guy, that's the whistleblower. Yeah. He's not a whistleblower. That's, that's, this, this, he's an attention seeking idiot. That's all he is. Um, it, it, there's no way, no way that, there's no way the, the, the US have got alien spacecraft. Or non-human, so? no, no. It's all military-industrial complex stuff, right? That's all it is. The military's always twenty to thirty years ahead of the civil, you know, side of things. They're never going to tell you about it. But aliens is a fantastic cover story for them, isn't it? It really absolutely is. Absolutely, it is. It absolutely, it is. Deglocker. Yeah. Uh, Deglocker. Yeah. Um, do you know what Deglocker is? One of the most fascinating things. It really is, um, and it's it's maybe a rabbit hole in itself. Yeah, just deglocker. That's, that's, um, um, that's interesting. It it is extremely fascinating that these these industrial military superpowers are trying to build craft that look suspiciously like UFOs, and they've been trying to. I mean, look at look at the SR seventy two. Was it the Blackbird? Yeah. Um, that was that was. Classified. Well, look, look at, at the, the other uh, car the, that they built in Canada, the round thing. It wasn't yeah. very good, right? It didn't really work, no. but you know, they're always trying to Self build bomber. things. The TR3B. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, and the fighter, yeah. And if people saw the stealth bomber, they would have probably thought, well, that's a spacecraft. You know, and, and let's let's face it, if, if, um, if the SR-71's declassified, there's something to replace it. Absolutely. But you don't know what it is, do you? Well, no, of course you don't. Um, but I'll tell you what, you see it in formation in lights above city sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, you or do. the uh, donuts on a ring smoke trail. That's... Which has been going on for years yeah, with the Aurora screams, Craft. Yeah, screams scramjet. But anyway, mm -hmm. yeah. But anyway, there we go. It's not aliens. It's not, I, I just... It would be great if it was aliens, but you know what are these aliens doing? They're coming here. They're, they're coming here to crash and then eat our grass while eat naked. Grass, yeah, naked. Yeah, naked. Yeah, I, I'm I, doing this. Yeah, it, for God's sake, people, get a grab. Get a grab. Yeah, and do you know what? If we then leave these studios tonight and get abducted by aliens, we'll tell you that you were right, obviously. But I just. What what I've never quite understood is this fascination or obsession with the idea of anal probes. Why would they want to keep shoving things up people's asses? It just doesn't make much sense to me. Uh, uh, I know. Ask, <laughs> ask like Barack Obama. I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, so... It's always, always the anal probe, it isn't is, it? Yeah, it is. I, I, I just don't understand it myself. I've... No fascination for that part of my anatomy. So, Adam says it's a good hiding place. Well, actually, if you, you you ask most customs places at the airport, you want to start, they've, got, they've got they've got you want, ways and means to stop you keistering things. You want to keister? You want to learn to keister, Adam? <laughs> I bet Adam already knows. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah you can keister three or four phones up there, Adam. Oh, 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 and I'm not talking your 8310s. I'm sure you could get a big boy up there. 
<laughs> He's a professional keysterer. <laughs> right. Anyway, with that, um, I think it's time to wind us up. Yeah. I I do too. And if you've made it to the end, uh, thank you very much. And if you haven't, make sure you thank come you back. Much. If you've not subscribed already, please do. And and you know uh, what. If, if you can just we just need cash i know a lot of people want to send blankets or water just send your cash to either patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or indeed kofi ko hyphen fi.com forward slash chasing descent or if you really want to in a few maybe next week you will be able to become members of this channel yes and there's something with that coming Fact, as well i might run i might run the advert on friday when we're not here that's right i might run the trailer the advert yes because we are here monday to thursday but we will not be here this friday but if there is appetite for it we may do something for you on sunday but you'll have to tell us whether or not you want that um it's entirely up to you and with that john say good night good night people of the interwebs and all aliens out there who are watching this and laughing saying <laughs> it is aliens and you'll be getting right anally probed later oh boy so, thank you for attending this episode 226 of Chasing Descent Live with me, John, and with Ben. And you know what? It's been great for you. Yeah.